All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this January 2nd, 2020. Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Shahir Henderson. We are back for another breakdown of my first relationship book. And actually, we are at the end. Um, Last week, we talked about mind readers. I know women, I know men. And how a lot of people believe that because they think they know the opposite sex, that they actually can uh, navigate through a relationship easier because of these things that they know or because of these assumed facts that they think they have about relationships. And this is how people actually go on living because of these assumed facts instead of actually finding facts and actually finding out what actually is happening when it comes to understanding men and understanding women you may need to read some more relationship books speak to some more relationship experts speak to some more marriage counselors speak to some more relationship um, actual relationship analysts you know and, and read up and do as much research as you can to find out how these uh, unsettling events if you want to call them that can come into your relationship and just cause so much damage and many things that you think you know may be things that are actually hurting you in the long run so last week we did chapter nine once again uh, mind reader i know men i know women this is a book that i wrote back in 2006 um for those of you if you're catching this first this episode first i've actually done other episodes you might want to go catch and you know uh listen to those episodes first before you come to this one because this is the closing arguments or what the ch- what i named the chapter back in 2006 i named it closing arguments and uh i'm not gonna waste too much time i'm gonna go ahead and get right into it and you know break this down i don't know as much as a breakdown i can do with closing arguments but it's just as much as saying we're seeing what i was saying back in 2006 where was my mind at and what understanding was I trying to deliver back in 2006 excuse me I would like to thank everyone who took the time to read this book even though it was not more than 10 chapters I think I touched on enough things that needed to be touched on even though there's a lot more out there to know there are answers in everyone's heads about relationships that is why the people who go to school find things of this nature that's why people who go to school for things of this nature have jobs but I tell people all the time a lot of this stuff is common sense this stuff is not rocket science it's life and life is all around you now Let's go back into, I think I said this in one of the other cha- uh, podcast episodes. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I, I said this back in uh, one of the other podcast episodes. And um, what I was basically trying to get at, I was trying to tell people that you don't need a degree. You don't need to have a degree in relationships to understand how relationships go and how they were working. And now I do have a degree. I have a, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. I understand now there's a lot more to understand than I did back in, back in 06. There's a lot of mental things that destroy relationships. There's a lot of mental things. I mean, if you ladies and gentlemen, you have caught this podcast, you made it up to this point. Don't ignore the fact that there's a lot of mental things that go into why your relationship may be as bad as it is or why it may be as good as it is. Whatever you're doing to keep it to keep it going good, keep doing that. You know, just make sure you switch up some things, you know, or change some things. Don't try to make don't try to make the same thing occur over and over and over. I understand it. Consistency. It also has to be some new things because a lot of people out there they tend to get bored easily by routine procedures. And I said this in one another um other podcasts, you know routine procedures boring you you understand you need to learn how to recycle 
those those situations, recycle those moments, and relive those moments. Don't never be in a moment and saying to yourself, you know, he does this all the time, she does this all the time, I'm tired, and I want to go find somebody else to do something new. Then you go find somebody else to do something new, but they're not doing anything new. They're just tweaking the old. That's the only thing they're doing. It seems new because it's a new person. That's it. They're just tweaking the old, and eventually that new becomes old too. So it's just like everything. Eventually you you take a step back and you understand that it's you. And then you have to understand that you don't need to recycle some things, even though the person on the opposite side would need to make things spicier, you know, for you. But you have to also learn how to compromise. That's why I said two of the biggest things in relationships is consistency and compromise. You know, that that's two of the biggest things. You want the person to be consistent. But when they're not consistent, you do have to compromise sometimes. So let's keep going. The thing that makes it seem so difficult is the way things play out during the relationship. Something can happen that happened two years ago. And you'll say, I don't understand why he did. Why he. Well, I can't understand why he did that. And someone will do what? Do what? Why when I ask? Why when I ask him if he loves me, he just says, I don't feel that way yet. And as easy as it is to understand this, to understand, listen. They may, they may be a little bit confusing. So I don't understand why he don't. It's the way things play out during the relationships. Something can happen that happened two years ago. And you'll say, I don't understand why he. Why he do that or someone will say do what oh I don't understand why he did that and someone will say do what when why when I ask him if he loves me he just says I don't feel that way yet as easy as this is to understand listen if you heard this before why not take the time yourself and say is it me because take it from me it is you you find yourself falling in love so fast with men that when you ask that question most of the time you will get that answer stop rushing love <clears throat> and this is a common this is common sense excuse me see i can go on and on i can go on from one lines men use to the lines women fall for it's all recycled the same thing over and over that's when it's so easy to hear all men are the same all chicks are hoes i've heard it all and the most popular all guys say that you see all guys say say that you see oh the all popular all guys say that See, I myself used to laugh because you start to think men were running out of things to say to females due to the fact they're hip to all the bullshit and women can't do most of the things they used to because men are hip. People, these things are forever lasting phases. And this is why I say it's hard for a person to think they know you when you're being yourself. And it's hard to understand you because all word all wordplay is played out because of the fact that most people think when you talk to the opposite sex, you're kicking game, allegedly. No convo is taken serious most of the time is gotten so crazy to excuse me as now a come on line wow when did a common word become a come on line damn we subjected ourselves to use simple words to try to get people 
to try to get to try to get to people another person and these words excuse me hello can I have a minute pardon me and pardon me there are all ways there are all ways of there are all ways of courtesy excuse me and they have been turned into someone's way of trying to manipulate come on people they've been always turned into to someone's way of trying to manipulate come on people it's an easy street when it comes to relating but the road is made bumpy by misunderstanding the cycle what's the cycle most may ask the cycle is man see woman and some women believe that men have to make the first move and since first impressions are key a lot of men try to figure ways to get to know women but i'll let y'all know in most cases you will have a female talk to a male that's why i said some women and me myself i think there is no right way to talk to a female because you look at it like this you see a female she's pretty and you just feel the need to want her but you don't know what to what to say see if y'all want to be real there is no words you can use to get a female there is just a way to come at a person because simple words any words are nothing but the same words all y'all ever heard the same of the same words have y'all ever heard the saying it's not what you say it's how you say it this saying is a prime example of the same words just being said over and over to people now let's start right there because it's basically what i just said right there is the same thing i just basically said to you um when a lot of men they believe that there's a there's a a masterful way to talk to women that's what they believe so a lot of dudes spend a lot of time trying to create lines create come on lines and create ways to just get closer to a female and to get in there and try to understand like i said i i know i know women i know men you know all of my chapters led into each chapter you know like you think you're a mind reader you think you can understand this and then when you got these guys who believe that their word play is just so crazy that they can get these women they come at these women with the same lines sometimes different lines now turning excuse me which is a you know a way of telling somebody politely to move out the way you know um hello you know which is just simple courtesy just the gesture they all become come on lines because people don't know how else to get to the opposite sex you know how do you speak to a female or how do you get to speak to a female what do you use how do you open up the conversation opening up a conversation is just as easy as asking someone directions you know to the closest fool aisle you know hey you know where the uh can you direct me to the um to the snacks can you direct me to the sweet tea you know oh yeah okay yeah right over there i'll eat hey by the way blah 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 that's just as easy as it is to open up a conversation a lot of times men feel as though they'll be rejected you know and they don't want to really say nothing that cause when you think you're going to be rejected that makes you less of less um amped to go out there and just try to talk to women you know and try to you know test the ground see what you how you're going to go or how it's going to go so that's what you do you go out there and you just use you know hey i'm gonna try this thing i saw this guy do i'm gonna say what my boy told me to say if you get rejected you get rejected you understand what i'm saying you can't win them all you cannot win them all no no basketball team as far as i know has ever went 82 and 0 you understand some of them came close but none of them went 82 and 0 you understand and if they do go 82 and 0 they're probably gonna get smacked in the playoffs I mean, I saw it happen to the New England Patriots. For those of you who like football, you know, went not uh, swept through the um, the all the uh, what you call the preseason and got in the playoffs and got him mishandled. So you can't win them all. You know I mean, even if you try to, and even if you do, it still doesn't make you great. It still doesn't make you amazing. It just makes you lucky in most cases, you know. So let's look at it like that. You can't win them all. 
um, we made it to the halfway mark, ladies and gentlemen. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give some words from our sponsor, um, and I'm going to go ahead and see y'all on the other side. All right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Welcome back to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. Okay, um, like I always say, if you're thinking about doing a podcast or you believe podcasting is something you want to do, definitely check out Anchor for all your podcast adventures. So, I digress off what I was saying before we went on the, went on this break, so I'm going to get right back into the uh, breaking down the book. Not just females. See, men, listen, your wordplay is not different if you're a regular guy than a dude who has a million dollars. In this case, there's more talking than him opening his lips. And as the same for females, I know we've all heard people say, you're only telling me what I want to hear. Most of the times, females will use that, use the method but men are most accused of doing it. Like I said, as a way of manipulating females. Understand this, people. The type of guy I am is like this. I find using game, macking, or whatever you want to call it, whack. Because like I said, there is no new lines you can say. If the female likes you, you can say hot dogs and rice, and she would most likely tell you you're crazy. That's why you hear people put words in place of other words. Example, excuse me, yo ma, I like you, yo I'm digging you, or feeling you. Can I get your number? So what's up with the digits? So what's up with the uh, mathematics? When are we going to have sex? So what's good? And which this could be used in other ways, but the point I'm getting at is just because the wordplay sounds cool, it's the same. It's like it's like remaking a movie or using the same beat to an old song but adding new words and sometimes a little something else just to make the song sound a little bit different. But it's still the same thing. Now, let's stop right there. Basically, what I'm, I, what I'm saying here is almost the same thing I just was saying. Like a lot of dudes believe, you know, hey man, I, I was talking to her, then my boy talked to her, and she liked him, and she and she went with what he said, but I was saying the same thing he was saying, and then a lot of times she wasn't choosing you. She actually liked your boy. It has nothing to do with what you say. I've been saying that to people for years, probably since 2002, that it's not about what you say because that female didn't like you. You have to accept that, regardless of how pretty she is. Regardless of how much how attracted to her, to her you are, you can't get it out your head. You can't stop thinking about her. If she don't want you, she don't want you. Sadly, a lot of people experience this and they get angry and they want to beat the chick up or they want to kill her or kill the dude that she's with. Uh, they just can't understand or can't fathom the fact that they've done all of the things they've been told and these essentials are not enough to get the person that they want on down the line when I start the relationship stuff 101 uh, book uh, here on the podcast and I, I won't be writing it my first episode is going to be they brainwashed you from the start people told you a whole lot of things that you thought would get you a, a female because they worked with you they talked with you they sat with you y'all broke down the things y'all went through scenarios y'all y'all actually used females out there in the world you know you did many things many uh how you want to say you put together many hypotheses and, and you basically used a lot of backdoor conversation just in case you ran to somebody who was just a little bit more savvy than you all of this stuff and you still can't get that one person that you want that's because it's not about what you say period if that person likes you you won't really have to say much that's why i said you can say rice and hot dogs and she start laughing telling you you're crazy you didn't say anything you just said rice and hot dogs what about rice and hot dogs do you want that are you hungry you understand what i'm saying if you're a dude that 
she does not like you say rice and hot dog she just gonna look at you and keep on going on about her business now you say what about those guys who keep on pushing and keep on pushing like Aaliyah said if at first you don't succeed uh you know continue to try again a lot of times women they become they start to say well i, I might as well talk to him more let's see what this is about or yeah yeah well he, he pushed hard enough you know he's really going in let's see if i don't you don't want to be with somebody who you really really had to push to get with i don't know in society why that's why that's something that people do or why that's something people tell you to do but my logic has always been you come with a, a direct conversation if a direct conversation does not get you somebody that you want because you have to do all of this pushing to get them you got to get out of there because a lot of times you're forcing that person into a relationship with you indirectly you understand you keep pushing you keep pushing then you get in a relationship with them they really didn't want to be with you in the first place about two three years later down the line they start to look at you how they looked at you when they didn't like you and now they're moving on to somebody else you understand or they may be cheating on you the whole way you know you don't know so you don't want to push somebody you want to really know that somebody genuinely likes you when you're conversing with them you need you need to know that that's probably one of the questions you need to ask in the in the beginning in the introduction of your conversation what did you think of me do you find me attractive if i'm somebody you see that you know you can lay eyes on easily on a daily basis you know however you want to say it however however you want to beautify beautify and, and say basically do you find me attractive you do that that's why you heard me breaking down those different ways you can you know say something they basically have the same meaning but let's continue the same thing but we are tricked into thinking we are using new ways to get to each other guys using new things to get females and females using new methods to get the guys to like them you see the thing i like about this all game is it is a game think of the reason why it's called the game you have players and you have games. We all play, but I think the dumbest misconception is that females don't play. I say look at it like this. Females and males know how to play Pac-Man. We all love it. We all loved it as a kid or kids love it. So as easy as it is to learn how to dip the red ghost, it is that easy for a female to learn the game. Men, listen, don't ever think that this field is dominated by men because women sit, women sit in the audience and, and, they, and they critique and deliberate, then they adapt to the situation and make up their own playbook. Think of it as a football game. Just when, as a man, you think you got the game took the it took the opposite team sex you start to interpret you start to intercept tackle and sack all the plays that you come up with so in essence like i always say this game is bull and it's common sense but like i said in one of the chapters people don't think that they have nothing in common with it that's it and you think to yourself if it's common sense why do people go to school for counseling and psychology well the answer is there's more to psychology and counseling than talking about relationships but I do find it funny when I hear someone's, someone say if you're not married you can't give married people advice and if you don't have a girl you can. how can you talk to me about how to treat mine if you're not in a relationship if you're not a relationship expert how can you help me people all of these sayings are bull listen if you need to go to school in order to find out why you should take out the garbage when your wife is asking you or leave your or, or leave your man alone when he gets upset or something simple as to say why females act that way they do or guys act that way the way they do you need the same counseling you're, you're studying for let me enlighten some people now 
once again, like I said to you, back then I was really bashing the fact that, you know, people were telling me you need to go to school to understand relationships. If you're going to talk about relationships, you need to do some reading. You need to do some studying. If you're going to, you know, give a married person advice, you need to be married. And now that's a fact. Me being married next year, I'll be 10 years, I'll be married. And definitely, if you have not, if you have not put a decade into your marriage, you can't give marriage advice. Dead serious. Somebody who's been married up to a decade would say, no, I can give marriage advice. You know, the five years have been a bumpy road. You're right. Well, how did you clear that in the next five years? You understand? If the, if the first five years is a bumpy road, what did you do the next five years to make sure that you're smoothing out that pavement? What did you do? Because 10 or more years in a marriage makes you a marriage counselor. I'm, I'm going to be serious. Even if you study it for a book, even if you studied it, you know, for a career, even if you studied it, um, you know, and you did all the courses and everything else, and you read all the chapters, 10 years in a marriage makes you an automatic marriage counselor. You may not have the right wordplay. You may not know how to put things into a great perspective. You may not know how to paint pictures for people to be able to receive help from what you're saying. But it makes you an automatic marriage counselor without the degree. Now, the degree has a lot more attached to it that you need to understand. And I'm not dumping on degrees. Once again, I have a bachelor's degree. And it's a lot different when you get a degree. You understand a lot more. You understand the wordplay, excuse me, that you're supposed to use. And you understand how things fit into place or why they're out of place in the first place. So the degree and the learning and the education is what you really need. Now, can a regular person that is not married, that has no study and give a person that's married marriage advice? No, because you start to look at things from a single person's perspective. You understand what I'm saying? And when you look at things from a single person's perspective, or you're looking at it from all of these misunderstandings you got out there in the world, and you've never been in a day-to-day relationship with someone for 10 years straight, you really ain't got much to say. Your your words don't mean anything. You understand what I'm saying? They they're lightweight. You you can't you can't have this conversation with you. No one can have this conversation with you. They need to talk to somebody who has tenure. And like I just said, if you don't have any tenure in your marriage, even if you're a person that's married five years, you can't help somebody who's been married 25 years. You understand what I'm saying? Because their first five years is bumpy, but for 20 years they figured something out. You understand? You don't got that 20 years yet. You know, or that next 20 years was more horrific than the first five. So how did they survive for 25 years if everything was so horrific? You need to know that. So you need to be the one listening on the opposite end of the spectrum. Okay. <clears throat> Think about how many how many fights you have been in a relationship-wise. Most of them started the same way they did months or years ago. Then you find yourself asking the, the old age question. Is it me? No. It's not you. The only thing that is wrong is you don't understand the thing that has resurfaced. So you hate them and in turn it causes you to act out. Imagine if you imagine if you were a guy and two years ago a female keyed your car and busted your windows and then it happened 12 more times why on that 13th time would you say I don't understand this shit if you don't get it by the 13th time stupid if you don't get it by the third time stupid you hold on if you don't get it by the third time stupid you because it's plain to see due to the fact that most females love revenge they feel the best way to hurt you is to get your car or ladies if a dude smacked you and then 14 more dudes did it why by the time the 15th dude the 15th dude does it you say i don't understand it's plain to see that you keep dealing with guys who can can really care less about respecting you but you but you should have smartened up by the third guy the way you understand the ways of a guy who gets kicked kicks out of going upside females heads 
but in both instances. Hold on. But in both instances, males and females become gullible and that's what causes the mess up. Becoming gullible is the mental is the is the mental is the best way to forget everything and learn. That is why and most of the time that's what that's that's why it's most of the time easier for a person on the outside to say fuck him than it is for you to go along with it. And once more to those who think you need schooling to understand relationships I never went to school for this. I never talked to a marriage counselor, a relationship expert. Due to the mere fact that they can't give me no advice. I can't come up. I can't come up with myself. And also due to the fact that most think in their life. That most things in their life are mental mazes. You have to know how to find your way or you have to learn how to find your way on your own and believe me it's simple like just as easy as it is to ask a female for her number it is easy to understand why she takes so long in the mall and ladies just as it is easy for you to tell a guy he can't have your phone number it is that easy to understand why he does not want to be in the mall shopping. Now, you no, know, I'm getting at that, you know, the, the little small things that I'm talking about, you know, it's, it's easier to understand why these things happen. And, and, and instead of trying to be mad about why they're going on, instead of trying to be angry about why they're going on, the, lot, the, the general consensus is that women love to shop. So when you get with a female and she says, let's go to the mall, you should already know you're going to the mall to shop. So whatever you have to do, you understand what I'm saying? You know, bring a book, you know, you got your cell phone nowadays or, you know, allow her to understand, hey, while you're shopping, I would like to look around or you might want to sit in a car or you might want to go do something yourself while she shops. Now, that's compromise as well a lot of women have to understand but a lot of women make the shopping experience a thing of y'all connecting in that relationship because that's what she likes to do excuse me and this may be her way of feeling loved that she has her man there shopping with her and she wants your advice on what she picks out and what she what she has going on but if you can't tolerate it you have to make her understand that you have a lack of toleration for going from store to store and sitting in one aisle for about 10 minutes while she sifts through clothes so this has to be understood on both sides you know and again me knocking on relationship experts and marriage counselors and anyone who counsels people you know in relationships back then I really didn't have an understanding that I have now about all of the psychological things that go into it Ladies and gentlemen, the psychology in relationships is legendary, especially now today more than ever because of social media, you know, and the mere fact that there's so many different, there's so many different avenues, you understand, that are out there that a lot of people jump onto the wrong street. And then when you find yourself on the wrong street, it's hard to make it back to Main Street. You know, you you in the Snapchat world, you in the Facebook world, you're in the Twitter world. You understand what I'm saying? You you go in many different places. They're creating so many different ways for you to be tempted, and for you to you basically you see something that somebody looks or seems better because they look or seem nicer, or you know they they may present something a different way, in a more beautiful way than has been presented to you, and you see these things on a daily basis. <laughs> so just be careful out there um so you tell a guy he he can't have your phone number okay it's easy to understand why he does not excuse me want to be in a mall shopping in every store but this is something that people find time to fight about 
best way to settle this ladies go shopping with your friends and take time to understand it's not your man it's not your, that your man does not want to be around you it's just that it's not the guy's It's not that that he don't want to be around you. It's just that it's not the guy's. Atmosphere, excuse me, it's not the guy's atmosphere. Most of the time, because because believe it or not, all men are not like this. And guys, the best way for us to settle a disagreement like this, when she's going shopping at the mall ask her to take a friend of hers or you go and explain to her that you get bored not with her but the whole thing about just going from window to window and from forever 21 to take a forever in old navy (laughs) oh man you go from forever 21 to take a forever in old navy i mean it's just it's what happens and a lot of times ladies because the man does not have that type of enthusiasm that you have and they're not you know emotionally tied into this it becomes boring because they're on the outside walking around it's almost like it's like dragging somebody through a field of roses when they're allergic to pollen you understand what that means like you're dragging somebody through a rose field and they're allergic so at the end of it they look way worse than you do you enjoyed it it was euphoric for you but it was a complete drag and a complete painful situation for them now like i said that's not to say that the man should act this way and it's not to say that you know this affects your love life because it shouldn't that's just to say you have to understand that's a part of compromising the hardest part for a lot of people to do is to compromise they do not understand that the world does not spin on their axis. You understand? The, the world revolves around the sun. We have to understand that. So when you when you start to see that the world revolves around the sun and it's not revolving around you, you get a reality check. And that's a reality check. Oh, he don't like the shot with me. No, it's not that he don't like the shot with you. His emotions and his feelings. The, chemi- the chemical reaction that you're getting from going through those clothes and going from store to store and you know having that anticipation to get into old navy and continue shopping he does not feel that way it's not it's not having he's not having that same experience you understand so that's something that has to be talked to see i'm not saying most men don't do this but it's just a suggestion so once again people i would like to thank you for reading our book it was supposed to be our now i say our book because i was supposed to be writing this book with my uh my best friend travis wofford um, I call him fast and uh, I, I wasn't able to catch up with him. We had so many different things going on back then that we wasn't able to get in the same room together and we wasn't able to exchange um, ideas. So a lot of this stuff I'm saying is basically me, you know, and I said a lot of stuff I thought he would say, but I can't really speak for him. You know, um, he was younger at the time. I can't say he was a grown man, but uh well, he was a grown man. Excuse me, 2006, he was 21. So, yes, he was a young man, but he still was a grown man. But um, his words are definitely not in his book, but I still I, I still sent him a thank you anyway. You know, I mean, I said we would like to thank you, you know, for taking the time to read our book. I hope in some way we've helped you or gave you some insight to, what's, to what is, uh, what is, ongoing think this ongoing thing relationship question this relationship question will never die but the people in them will so take more time understanding your your meat than trying to battle than try to battle and hit the exit because when the door closes another one opens and believe me it's the same room with a different paint job Ladies and gentlemen, that's no that's no realer than that's no realer than me saying that back in 2006 than me saying it now. You understand what I'm saying? When you meet somebody new, there's nothing different about what you're meeting. It's just a different it's just the same room with a different paint job. 
you understand? The person may have different experiences, yes. The person may look at things differently, yes. That man may love the shop too. You understand? Um, he may be an asexual. You know, he may love the shop. You mean he may be a little bit feminine. You understand what I'm saying? Um, a little bit. Uh, uh, now that's not me knocking for the uh, LBGTQ. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. Community. That's not me knocking on anybody. You know, by saying asexual. But some people, some men love the shop just as much as women do. Now, um, to not to not leave you, ladies and gentlemen, astray. To help you understand, I'm going to give you the definition of asexual. Asexual is the lack of sexual attraction to others or low or abstinence interest in a desire for sexual activity. It may be considered a sexual orientation or lack thereof. It may also be categorized more widely to include a broad spectrum of sexual identities. Um, yeah. So, however, everyone is, you know, a difficult experience of being asexual. It can mean different things to different people. You, you understand? So, I mean, I, I may be, I may have used the, the wrong wordplay. I apologize. I definitely did use the wrong wordplay there as we sat together. We learned something together. We learned something together. So, you might be. You might be laughing at me on, on the other side of this uh, podcast, or lost some respect. But you did, I mean, we we just found out as ignorant as as ignorant as I am to say what I said. So I apologize. Um, I apologize. This is, um, uh, basically, asexual means a person that who's not who's not. Uh, looking to have sex but what I'm what I'm trying to say is a person that's a guy who is more sensitive to women and who basically gets the kick out of shopping itself not more more mostly I'm not saying a guy who is completely you know not completely on the opposite side because he loves to shop and be her best friend but somebody who loves women who still likes women and understands you know, and gets that same euphoric feeling of shopping. Some men are not, some men do not get that euphoric feeling of shopping. You understand what I'm saying? Some men don't get that and they, and they lose it because they don't think that it's for them. And some men understand. That's why I'm saying, I'm trying to explain it. It's a connection that they have. And sometimes it's a chemical connection that they have. I used the wrong wordplay. I apologize again. Hopefully you're still with me. Didn't cut the podcast off. Said forget him. I'm out of here. I'm, you know, I'm going to bash this whole podcast. Don't bash the whole podcast. We all make mistakes and we all say things that we don't understand. That's one of the main reasons why <clears throat> I meet relationship stuff one-on-one is to give understanding. And I didn't understand. Now I'm bringing a different understanding. And hopefully you can go follow on Instagram twitter find me in a facebook group just subscribe on youtube and come check me and explain to me how you feel let me know how you feel come find me on any one of those websites and let me know how you feel that's the point of relationship stuff 101 for you to deliver and understand it for me to understand it for us to grow off that understanding and create a greater one okay and then we also take more time to understand your mate than trying to battle and hit the exit because when the door closes another one opens believe me it's the same room with a different paint job um that's what i was on you know being the same room with a different paint job it's basically a lot of the same things that are in relationships are in every other relationship you're going to enter into unless the person has a different understanding of life you understand so if they have a different understanding of life then their understanding of life being so different and being so um, new and so exciting will make you think that you actually a part of something that you weren't a part of before. And believe me, okay. And the only way that things will seem different is if you understand the simple things and take time to always understand yourself. 
because you don't want to always blame yourself for breakups so ladies and gentlemen this was our this was our closing argument i myself would like to thank satish robinson Dwayne porter and andre bowman for giving me this idea because without their push i would have never did this okay Because without their push, I would have never did this. So I would like to thank them. And my partner in crime, my brother, Travis Wofford, would like to thank all the people who he loves for their support and all he does. And to all the females that I have ever dealt with and I caused pain to in this pa- in the past, I thank you. To you, to you know who you are. Because even though I caused you pain, your reactions helped me understand females even more. And Misha here, Henderson. I would also like to thank everyone. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Let me plug up the laptop before it dies on me. Should have had that together before I started this. I don't want it to die on me. not going to take me too long. My plug is right next to me. All right. Misha here, Henderson. I would like to thank even one, everyone that knows me personally. Don't ever think I forget anyone because even if I don't, write name write names down you all know who you are and i don't want none of the one of the females i said i hurt to take it personally but i'm not making a mockery of the pain i caused y'all no i don't apologize often but i am sorry for the pain yeah i said it those who those who don't understand i don't say sorry because i say why well, say sorry for something you will do again but think again but thanks again and who know and who knows we might write another book and add on to the collection who knows i guess time will tell so i hope we answer some questions and i hope you took the time to understand y'all see it's the reason why the fact the chapter was named understand the first chapter was named understanding it is because that's the first thing to having a better outlook because you understand and that's crazy that i said that back in 2006 and here i am creating relationship stuff 101 relationship stuff 101 ladies and gentlemen if i've not said it before if you've not heard it before i implore you to look at look at the introduction this is what relationship stuff 101 is relationship stuff 101 i'm not trying to teach you about relationships i'm not trying to change your outlook on relationships i'm not trying to make you think like me i I don't want people to i'm not trying to make you think like me i'm not trying to tell you that your ways of looking at life is wrong abandon them that's not what i'm doing the only thing i'm doing with relationship stuff 101 is bringing understanding if you understand what i'm saying and you get it then you've you've basically opened up pandora's box by understanding now in terms of me giving you i want you to give me your understanding once i get your understanding of how you look at it i understand we both understand now through those two understandings a greater understanding is formed because i'm not knocking you down you're not knocking me down we've met on the same road now if everything i said creates a better understanding of you and you deliver it from how you understand it boom we created a greater understanding together that's what relationship stuff 101 is it's like i always say in a closing podcast with my understanding compared with your understanding we can create a greater understanding 
that's what relationship stuff one-on-one is regardless about what we're talking about it can be anything agriculture you know politics you know like i said about asexual you know it could be that somebody bring me a greater understanding on that that's what i asked you ladies and gentlemen to do follow the podcast share the podcast we're trying to reach a hundred monthly listeners i'm trying to reach a thousand like i said yesterday uh, when i did the um the album review i'm trying to reach a thousand monthly listeners by the end of the year share 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 this podcast ladies and gentlemen this is the end of it i mean i'm i'm you know just closing out this book and about to say these last words it makes me look back on everything i said in this book everything i tried to say some of it's so confusing you know as, as i sit here and I, and I have a moment because it was my first it was a first my first attempt at trying to bring understanding about how i saw things and the, the gentleman that i mentioned i used to share i i still i still converse with uh satish robertson and Dwayne porter they're still really good friends of mine i haven't seen andre bowman in years um shout out to him if somebody knows him who listens to this podcast tell andre i said what's up um yeah i mean people helped me along the way and then when i talked to them they made me feel good about what i was saying and if and if i had a conversation with myself back in 2006 i would say yo shy you see a lot of things in a good way but a lot of that stuff is still skewed you may want to go back and rewrite this book and i definitely would have rewrote this book you know had i had the understanding i have now in 2006 i was 27 i was 28 going on 29 you understand so i had an understanding but it was a really a really big one the understanding i have now is legendary the way i see things now is legendary and uh you know as you join the group and as you you join this podcast and as you listen to me just know that my understanding of life is different and the way i see life is different so i'm trying to help you understand how i understand not change your understanding in doing so so let's go ahead and close this book out i know this was a long podcast i apologize if you made it this far i know it was long but you know this was this is like the closing arguments you know this is the close of everything that this book brought to you you understand so it's got to be long it's got it's got to be a really long one because i know a lot of this stuff you may have heard before if you've been listening to me a lot of this stuff it same it may be new but the thing about repetitiveness is if you don't have something that's repetitive or that's consistently hitting you you never really learn you never truly learn it unless you consistently learn it that's why you have to that's why you have to have own job training all the time that's why you have to redo things a lot of times because it has to stick you run the play a thousand times in practice just so you can win on game day so think about that the next time you heard something before and you say to yourself i heard that before well you're hearing it again all right understand we we are out if you need more and you have more questions hit me up at shahi now I said, if you have more and you have more questions, hit me up at Shahi at Shahi at Yahoo.com and hit Travis up at Travis Wofford. Now, Shahi at Yahoo.com, I got rid of that email years ago. Um, but if you have any questions about everything, anything I'm saying, follow Relationship Stuff 101 on Twitter. Follow Relationship Stuff 101 on Instagram. If you're already following, I thank you. You know, I thank you for riding, coming along on the journey. I thank you for being here. You know, I appreciate you a hundred percent. Um, find me on YouTube, Relationship Stuff One Hundred One. Subscribe there. There's different things that go on there. Uh, join the group, the Facebook group. You know, we're sitting strong at 114 members, and I say strong because, regardless of how many people you have, you still have people. Who you are, who you are giving an understanding to, and that's giving you an understanding, and that's always great, regardless of the number. So, if any one of you who are already in the Facebook, the Facebook group, that are listening to this podcast, I I really thank you for being a part of the group. Um, but no, if you wanted to reach out to me now, all the social media handles is how you will find me now. Um, peace out. Peace out to all. 
don't let me forget, I am putting some of our old poems in the book just for y'all to take a look at. It's been fun writing this book, but now it's time. It's, it's the end. The book. I mean, I finished this. I finished writing this book, ladies and gentlemen, Thursday, April 26, 2007, is when I finished writing the book. And like, like I said, I mean, I wrote this book in a year. I started writing the book in March 28, 2006. Is when I started writing it. I finished on April 26, 2007. Can you write a book that fast? A relationship book that fast? Yes, you can. But you make sure you have a whole lot of evidence. You make sure you have a whole lot of... Excuse me. The right information. For somebody. Because if you don't have any of the right information... You know, you're not going to make any sense to a lot of people. And you want to make sure that you dig, dive deep into the psychological aspects of relationships. You want to make sure that you dive deep into it. You want to make sure that you uh, pull out all stops and you want to give that information correctly. You don't want to lead nobody astray. Um, I know I said I had some poems at the end. Uh, You ladies and gentlemen will never see this book. So I'm going to read one of the poems for you. Um, all right how about how about we do take a walk in my shoes let me see no how about we do letters to my grandson letters to my grandson is one of my one of my favorite poems that I wrote back then I wrote this poem Wednesday March 5th 2002 so I wrote it a long time ago so I'm going to read it for you ladies and gentlemen dear grandson let me walk to you as I talk with you and tell you about your ancestors who lived as thugs with drugs and child molesters every day they test us to see if the streets stressed us called us mood swingers and gunslingers non-learners and dead ringers letting the future slip through our fingers and what did the Lord bring us Less tribute, more trials, more frustration and aggravation and disease through relations. This is our basement, shocked and amazement at the fact that we're still off track and we don't know how to act and slack and achieving all we were dreaming. Yet we keep sleeping, never waking for answers. Sisters lost in life turn virgins to dancers. And here's the cancer. We're at war with a prancer. And here's the cancer. We're at war with a prancer named Osama who killed New York's twin mamas. There adds the drama and the stress. This is a mess. They can't stop falling planes, but they hand us a vest. So grandson, Take life from the beginning and not when it's done. Then you've won. But if it's like ours, turn sisters to singers. Leave us to bring us. And if the mayor is not a helper, show him middle fingers. And if I can live, I'll try. But if not, love grandpa. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That was just one of the poems that I wrote back then. I wrote a whole lot more and I still do poetry to this day. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you made it this far. Thank you for listening. Hopefully something I said today, you understand you. It it gives you a better understanding and a greater understanding and helps you tackle a lot of, you know, the ills you may have in the relationship or a lot of things you may think that you uh, are confused about in your relationships. But definitely follow the podcast. There's a lot more coming, you know, because I wrote another book and I'm going to break that book down, too. That's the next thing we're going to do. And we'll be starting that next weekend. That book was called My Thoughts on Relationships. That's basically where I thought now I'm ready to give you a book. But then I stopped that book halfway through because it still wasn't what I wanted to give you. It still wasn't what I wanted to deliver to people. And I started I started an understanding of starting relationship stuff to just say, 
only thing you want to give people is understanding. It, they only, you can do so much with understanding. You can either not understand or you can. And that's what you want to bring. And that's what Relationship Stuff 101 brings. Understanding, not advice. I don't give advice. Advice is to change the way you think. To change the way you look at life and to change the way you understand it. I'm only bringing understanding. That's it. Thanks again, ladies and gentlemen, for, for uh, listening. I, I don't want to make this too too much longer. We are definitely probably close to making this a two-hour podcast, but I don't want to do that. I said a lot of things here. Like I said, this book is one. I mean, it's definitely I'm going to put this book in a case somewhere because it's history for me. It's, it's history, you know, that I've done. And to see the stuff that I said back then, you know, and it has how blanketed my mind was back then. It still shocks me to this day. So thank you again. Well, so with my understanding, compared with your understanding, we can create a great understanding. You've been listening to Relationship Stuff 101's podcast here on this Saturday morning, January 2nd, 2020. Happy New Year again, ladies and gentlemen. And we will see you next week with the start of my thoughts on relationships. Thank you. Y'all have a great week. The rest of y'all weekend and a great rest of y'all week. And we'll listen to you. We'll see you next time. Excuse me.